This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We're queer. We're geeks. We're, We're queeks. queeks. Superheroes, Star Wars, Broadway, Drag Race. So if you're super gay, super nerdy, or anything in between, listen to Queeks today. Wherever fine podcasts are sold. And find us on Instagram at Queeks Podcast. <laughs> This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I'm getting a little bit worried about my brain. To be honest, I'm concerned I've ruined it. It was never particularly efficient or well-oiled to start with, but I'm pretty sure lockdown has done me no favours. My attention span is completely buggered. Even right now, as I'm doing this, I'm fighting the urge to wander off and start three or four other things. And at least two of those would be masturbating. It got a bit bad at one point, actually. I think I reverted to a bit of a teenage mentality, where if I'm not wanking, it's just because I'm waiting for everything to recharge so I can have another go. And when you get to that point, it doesn't matter how much lube or cream you use, you're going to start getting sore eventually. I once gave a guy a friction burn on his dick, actually. I kind of felt bad, but he did tell me to keep going, so it's his fault, really. My arm was killing me. Anyway, I bet porn companies have been raking it in during the Pandoria. I know lots of people have started OnlyFans account, and, you know, I'm very grateful for that. We should all support our friends' artistic endeavours, especially when that involves watching the hot ones get awkwardly knobbed in front of a phone and a ring light. Although starting your own private nudie channel in the past year or so is only a good idea if you're particularly inventive, or you know that lockdown is going to end soon, because if you can't leave your house or meet up with other people, your material is going to get boring quickly. I learnt that one the hard way when I paid a hot Colombian dude just to watch him have the same bored wank every few days because he was stuck in his house and had no one to collaborate with. Incidentally, I'm still running my erotic literature audio-only OnlyFans for anyone who wants to hear me talk dirty but without all the jokes and stuff. It's called Late Night Listen, and there's a link in the show notes. Not to brag, but I'm currently in the top 50% of OnlyFans creators. I know. Anyway, wanking too much. I'm something of an expert on that one, even before lockdown. But being cooped up in my house has made it a lot worse. It made me get worryingly specific with my porn. Like, I want straight guy sucks dick to get into college fraternity, but only if the acting is good enough that I can really believe he doesn't want to suck that dick. If I can't see the mental anguish behind his eyes as he effortlessly deep throats a 10-inch wang, I'm just not going to be able to finish. Maybe I should start scheduling and theming my porn. Today's hung twinks, tomorrow will be public sex caught on camera, and then at the weekend maybe I'll treat myself to a nice long session of something really problematic. To be honest, it is quite difficult to find any other type of porn, but anyway. 
Talking of scheduling porn, I like to take breaks from it for a while and just consciously use my imagination instead just to flex my creative muscles and enjoy some fantasies about people I know or have met or have seen on the street or whatever. Although that's a lot easier when you're around many other people because you can think about the hottie who served you a coffee or that barman or the waiter with the nice bum and how you'd like to seduce them in a powerful but tender sort of way. But when you're stuck at home all day the pool of stimulating human interactions shrinks quite considerably. All I'm left with is the guy at the checkout at Tesco's and I don't fancy him at all. But since he's the closest I'm going to get to human interaction today, I will damn well grit my teeth and make it happen. I think this is why a lot of people have been shagging their housemates during the Pandorica. There's no one else around and after a while someone you've been entirely unattracted to for a long time starts to look quite appealing. It's like a bowl of porridge for a starving man. It's not a steak, but it is there. And neither of those are good things, really. Whether it's straining your imagination to make an unsexy person hot, or shagging someone just because they're nearby and equally horny, it's better if you don't. Don't shag someone just because it's convenient. Never waste an orgasm on someone you don't fancy. One of the reasons that porn usage and wanking in general have gone up over lockdown, though, is because it releases happy chemicals in your brain. And when you're feeling a bit miserable because the whole world is going to hell, a little bit of happy chemical can really help you get through the situation. To a point, anyway. It's when that's the only bit of happy chemical you get throughout the day that it becomes a worry, because it's quite a slippery slope to when you're automatically reaching for your nethers at every given moment because nothing else brings you joy and so to rub one out and just face another day in this burning hellscape and pretend to be a functioning human for a few hours. Sorry, that got away from me a little bit. Back in the before times, I had a couple of jobs that I straight up hated. And those were always fun to nip off to the one toilet that had a solid Wi-Fi connection and get those chemicals going. There's nothing better than a wank on paid time. Except maybe a job that doesn't crush your soul with the misery of it all, but we're keeping it realistic, then probably best to stick with the cheeky wanking. Also, there's always a couple of office hot people for you to fantasise about, which is nice. Incidentally, I saw a random tweet the other day saying you need to ask people for consent before you masturbate while thinking about them, and if you can't contact them, you have absolutely no right to wank over them, which is brilliant. It's weird and confusing, but brilliant. I love the idea of, excuse me, would you mind awfully if I just cranked one out while thinking of you? Could you turn around and just give me a quick look at your bum? Thank you. Incidentally, if you've ever thought about me while wanking, two things. One, congratulations on your excellent taste. You have almost certainly made me much sexier than I really am. And two, feels like you owe me. PayPal or actual folding money are both fine. And if you consider cash to be a bit too impersonal, let me know and I'll send you the Amazon wish list that you can choose things from. Best just to pay up now, before I get the lawyers involved. Same goes for any future wanks you might have that involve me, to be honest. Pop a couple of quid in the wank bucket every time and we'll say no more about it. Anyway, a fun game was always to keep an eye on how long your work wank takes and then work out from your salary exactly how much you just got paid to have a wank. Anyway... If you're in a bit of a miserable rut, like, for example, the middle of a pandemonium, it can be easy to get a bit dependent on that small dose of happiness. It's almost like getting a bit addicted, finding yourself gagging for a chance to add another layer of crust to your wank sock because nothing else brings you much joy at the moment. And you get caught in that cycle of self-medication through masturbation, which means you become a bit reliant on it. 
And I found that can lead to a lack of interest in actual sex because it's easier to just do it yourself, which makes you more miserable because you're missing out on all the interaction, the physical contact that comes with a good, sweaty, sexy time. Because physical contact in itself is important, not just the sexual kind. Or maybe you find that when you're with someone else, they don't do it exactly the way you like it because you've had 50 million practices and now you get it exactly right and this person does it a little bit differently. So you might as well stay at home and do it yourself rather than try and get others to help. Also, I've heard from a friend. So the best thing to do is find other ways to produce happy chemicals as well. Exercise, talking to friends. Like I said, physical contact, if you can do it safely, is incredibly good for your happy chemicals. So is going for a walk or looking after some plants or pets or whatever. Children, I suppose. Although I can see how children would quite quickly make all of the happy chemicals go right the fuck away. Laughter's a good one, apparently. Watch something funny on TV. Or trip up one of your children as they walk past. How was the fun? Anyway, that's why I've recently started consciously cutting back on the amount of wanking I indulge in, porn-related and otherwise. Partly because if I watch too much of it, I end up in a sort of porn trance, where I forget that in real life the plumber's only there to sort your pipes out, and not to sort your pipes out. Maybe I'm wrong, and post-lockdown there's going to be another big free love movement, with orgies in parks and what have you, as we all embrace the joy of our physical, sexual, intimate selves... Probably not, though, if only because of the weather. Nothing dampens those sexual urges like heavy rain and a strong wind. I do sometimes worry that when the panini finally ends and we're allowed outside again, normal sex with other people just isn't going to do it for me. I mean, like, all right, fine, we can have sex, but unless there's something problematic for me to watch over your shoulder and you've got exactly the right grip strength, it's just going to be disappointing for both of us. More than usual, I mean. That was Probably True, the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.